close up everyone and if you don't know that theme it's from a uh, double dragon and um it's actually a game I've never played so massive I don't know what, what is that a hypocrite I don't know um different show for you today just me no uh, interesting guest um so if you come for cool stories from cool people it's not what you're gonna get today it's just me probably recapping my year a little bit talking about the podcast um generally just talking about whatever comes to mind so i've got a, a few notes to try to keep me on track as i'll offer often to wonder of course um you know, if you guys, I look at the analytics for the podcast now and again, and loads of people just listen to it through uh, the Podbean app, or just on, uh, like, through Safari or Chrome. That's weird, man. Don't do that. Just uh, download a, a podcast app, and, uh, you know, download the, download the show. Um, loads of people tell me they, they, list, they just sit down and listen to it, which I find proper creepy. Don't, don't do that either. That, that's strange. You put it on in the background while you're driving, or... At work or something, you know, and people tell me they sit down to listen to a podcast. I'm like, what? I'm never just listening to a podcast unless it's really good, like, which my show definitely isn't. You know, when someone's got uh, a guest on, so like, I don't know, Joe Rogan, oftentimes, or Tim Ferriss, and they're telling a story, and it's just so such a good story that you just need to sit down and actually listen to what the person's saying. Oh man, that's like a that's like the magical moment of a podcast, and that's, I guess, what I aim for when I do the show. But that's ways off yet, I guess, you know. I've got to be well better at interviewing, you know. I started the podcast around the same time as I started Jiu-Jitsu. For you guys, you know, it started in September, but for me it started right at the start of the year, really. And um, I guess in, in many ways, it has, you know, a lot of people have... They make a lot of similarities between jiu-jitsu and just, well, pretty much everything. Uh, which, a few months ago, uh, Professor Jeff from the last show was asking me a bit about the podcast. And I was trying really hard not to make an analogy about jiu-jitsu and, and uh, how I was like a, a white belt at podcasting. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny how that works. But yeah, still definitely a, a white belt at uh, podcasting and interviewing and listening to people and telling stories myself but you know it's kind of expected um you know, the podcast is is in many ways uh, a way for me to get out of my comfort zone um you know you can uh, for a lot of people you can uh, i guess lie to yourself in a way and tell Tell yourself that you're getting out of your comfort zone, uh, which is what I think I do a lot of the time. If I'm, you know, for instance, me and Rob uh, Lawson, who's got an episode on the show, but it's not out yet, uh, did a ultra marathon late on in the year, which I might come on to again. Uh, and for me, while that was difficult, it wasn't necessarily out of my comfort zone. It didn't, like, I didn't train for it, which for me, uh, I guess in, in hindsight meant that I wasn't scared to do it or you know anything like that whereas the podcast oh man I remember when I was first the first releasing it um I was fucking well nervous 
uh, you know, talking about well anything in a public forum, I guess, is is really out of my comfort zone, especially talking to me if I'm talking about my feelings or something, you know, and uh, with the kind of year I had, inevitably that kind of stuff was going to come up. And, uh, yeah, so I've talked about it with a few people how, you know, you've you got to, if you want to grow, you got to get out of your comfort zone, right? So this is my way of doing that. And in, in, in ways, you know, I find it really fun and, you know, I think it's good that I started off doing interviews because that's um, an easy way because when I start doing the podcast and I'll tell people, ideally I want them to be speaking for most of it because I hate having to listen back to my own vo- voice, which is usually really mo- monotone and uncharismatic, which <laughs> kills me a little bit inside every time I have to listen back to it and think, oh my God, I've got to put this out. Oh my God, people have listened to this. But that's just an ego thing, right? So no one really cares, right? Um, so yeah, let's get kind of into the meat of it. I'm hoping this will go for about, well, I'm going to shoot for 30 minutes, but if I make 15, that'll be a pretty good going, I think. So the first thing I'm going to do is just going to recap my year a little bit. Now, I'm doing this not because I think that you guys care about my year, but uh, if I try and tell you what happened in 2017, for instance, not a chance in hell. Like, I don't remember anything. So in a way, I guess the podcast might be, for me, a little bit like a like a diary. And I'm far too lazy to write a diary. So, but if I do it in something like this, where it's a bit of a creative project, uh, I think that's a little bit easier for me. And uh, it feels like it's a bit productive because I get an episode of the show out. I don't know, man, like it. If I had, um, excuse me, I've got a, got a cup of tea I'm also drinking. Uh, if I had the chance to go back and listen to, I don't know, my granddad, or grandma or something, when they were you know, 23 years old and what their uh, year was like, I'd be well up for that. And, uh, you know, five, ten years down the line, maybe I'll want to just... You know, figure out uh, what did I do that year, and oh man, just in the kind of prep for this episode, I realised like my year. You can probably boil it down to like I don't know, ten, fifteen days, something like that, which is crazy, right? So, in a way, it's made me think: oh, how am I gonna make this year more productive, or how am I gonna do more stuff that is, you know, at least worth remembering or worth talking about? And you shouldn't, I guess, do stuff. Just because you can tell people about it, right? But you want to do stuff that you remember and make cool memories with, with people. And I think that's what most of uh, the things I'll talk about are, really. So, I'm going to start uh, recapping my year by recapping uh, the night before uh, the year started. So, New Year's Eve 2017. Uh, I'm out with... Little sister, uh, Rob Lawson, uh, and uh, we're in the pit, and you know, get a few drinks down range. Inevitably, make our way to town. I think we go to Merrion Street and send for ditches us, uh, <laughs> as I think any uh, me and Rob could have called quite easily. And uh, we meet up with uh, my brother Ralph, and uh, <laughs> I think I'm pretty drunk by this time. And uh, we're in Verve or Mean Cat's Bar or something like that. And um, 
yeah, we get the camera out and take a few photos. And uh, very innocent at that time, I guess, but I really kind of treasure those photos now. It's um, it's the one if you follow, if you're like a friend of mine on Facebook, then it's uh, my profile picture on there. So um, if you wanted to know actually what the picture was. And probably one of the last, like, really good nights I had with Ral. And um, I don't want to bring, like, the show down, you know, to uh, reminiscing or anything sad. But, you know, it was, it was a really memorable uh, kind of moment for me. Uh, and generally just a good night out. I was, I was going out a lot um, around that time because it was just before I started jiu-jitsu. And I, hadn't, I, mean, I wasn't doing the podcast or anything. And... Just had a fair bit of, I don't know, disposable income and, and not much purpose of what to do, really. So, uh, later on that month, me, uh, Ed, who's been on the show, and uh, another friend of ours, uh, Massey, um, went out. And uh, it must have been early, mid-January. I don't know, man, I think <laughs> we went out and... Uh, Got to Marion Street. And it was it was pretty quiet. I don't know like what, what day of the week it was, but uh, we just I just get some loads of shots in, and I uh, don't remember much of the night kind of past that point. But we uh, got in like three four in the morning, and uh, we're still pretty lively. So Christmas tree was still up, and uh, for, for whatever reason uh, we. Probably more I, uh, if I'm taking a bit of ownership, decided like that is not on. Can't have a Christmas tree up, you know, twelfth of January or something. So um, yeah, four in the morning, drag it outside. All the baubles are still on it. All the lights, drag it up into the top land, which is like a bit of garden outside of our house, and um, yeah, have a bonfire. Say it on fire. Um, a few more drinks outside. Uh, I fall into that fire. Uh, somehow didn't get too burnt. I think uh, Ed must have pulled me out of Marcy. And, um, yeah, we've not gone on a big night out since then, us three, uh, which is probably for the best. Um, let's think. Oh, well, yeah, I started jiu-jitsu. That was, that was cool. So, um, Professor Mike, um, who, uh, you know, I knew, um, for a few years at that point, and had done like a month of jiu-jitsu with him uh, previously, uh, invited, well I think I messaged him and see, to see if he was still doing jiu-jitsu at GB Leeds, and he said no, he was kind of at Harrogate with Lewis, who I'd met uh, previously in that month, I was like awesome, and uh, we kind of sorted out going down, uh, meeting uh, at Marks and Spencer's, where they'd set off from, uh, we still kind of set off from. I say they because I then meet my bestest training partner, Jim, uh, who we have fucking had a ridiculous year of training and messing around with, and he's a big part of, uh, I guess, like the consistency of the training. I think it's great to have a training partner that really, you know, vibe with and uh, you can have fun with other than, other than just, you know, showing up and you don't know who you're going to train with. I think that's a really key to sticking with uh, something, anything, but especially martial arts with long term. 
and uh, Jim's got a podcast uh, coming out soon as well, actually, so you get to hear from him. He was really hungover there when we did it, so um, please don't try and don't, ju- don't judge him on that one. Maybe we'll do another one. Um, so yeah, moving on from January, uh, February, not much really going on. Passed my driving test. Uh, that was good. I had failed it uh, previously, once before. I failed it because... Uh, oh, why did I fail? Uh, I, think I was in the wrong lane or something, going round a roundabout, and uh, yeah, almost hit a car or something like that, something crazy. Um, but yeah, passed my driving test. I still hate driving though. Stressful. I'm like good at a few routes we do, so driving to Harrogate and driving to work. But man, if I have to do anything kind of outside of that, oh god, it's just stressful driving. Uh, March was a cool month because I got to start the podcast now. Um, starting the podcast is weird. I don't know when the actual start date was. Like I say, this podcast has kind of been around since January or even years ago for me. But it's when I have finally got all my equipment together. Uh, the recording, the mics, the stands. And when I started delving more on actually how to do it. So the... Uh, you know, recording process, editing process. Started looking at getting people booked in. It's been a big part of my year, I guess. Uh, definitely one of the more fun things I do. I think it's it's good to have a you know creative outlet. Some things keep me a bit more busy than just yeah. Well, I don't know what else I'd be doing really. Just playing Xbox, I guess. Maybe I should stop doing the podcast and just play more Xbox. Oh, there have been some good games I've played this year, actually. Uh, what's the best game? Probably God of War. Uh, maybe uh, Horizon's been really good. Um, played a bit of Destiny 2. Red Dead, of course, that was awesome. Actually, now I think about it, I probably sunk way more hours into the games than I've probably done in po- into the podcast now. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's move on from that. Um, uh, April, what did I do in April? So, uh, I've looked, so to kind of get what I did, I've kind of looked through my camera roll and see uh, if there's any pictures that jog some memories, which was something I was talking to Jim about recently. How I should try to take more pictures, because that's kind of a gateway into a memory, and uh, it's not often easy just to remember something off the top of your head without kind of some kind of keystone. So maybe that's a picture, maybe it's a piece of music, um, and anyway, yeah. So I'm gonna try to take a few more pictures this year just to. Not to kind of post on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that, just to, for myself. And so I can, maybe if I do this in recap in 2019, I'll be able to uh, tell a few more maybe interesting stories and hopefully I'll be a better storyteller and won't sound so so boring on the microphone at that point. Uh, so where was I? April. Uh, yeah, so I was, I'm looking at buying a, new, buying a car, so... Mugged off doing any of that in April, in uh, March. 
Or maybe I was looking for something. I was waiting for a bit of money to come through from Carphone Warehouse because I got when I uh, I um I got that phone, the Galaxy Note Seven, the one that was catching fire, and um, so it got recalled, right? And uh, I sent it. Well, I didn't send it back. I went I, uh, before it got like properly recalled. I went back into the car phone warehouse shop and was like, "My phone's getting like ridiculously hot," and it just turns itself off. And they were like, "All right, yeah, it's uh, it's probably gonna get recalled in the next few days." So I give it to them. They give me a uh, what was it like a Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge, I think, and uh, so I use that. Uh, and they start up like a, a different contract for me. And I'm like, okay, cool. And about a year later, I'm like looking through my uh, bank statements on the app. And I'm like, what is this recurring payment of like 35 quid going going through? And it's like for EE. And my contract was with uh, O2. It's like, ah, oh, shit, I know what's happened. They've just made me a new contract and not cancelled the other one. So they owed me loads of money, which I was going to use to get, uh, in, you know, a new car, right? Well, you know, not a new car, but uh, a car. So I'm waiting for that, and by the end of it, it's just so annoying to look for stuff that's, that's kind of right. I just ended up buying, well, the car I've got now, and I uh, probably didn't get like, the best deal on it or anything like that, but, oh, man, it was just, it was worth paying the extra just for the not hassle of having to look for a car anymore. Which brings me to uh, May. Um, looks like uh, fairly busy. I had me and Rob uh, went out to Armscliff Crag and did a bit of climbing. That's probably uh, one of the more disappointing things about this year. I, I really do enjoy climbing, but it's just not been a priority. It's uh, jiu-jitsu's kind of taken over and the podcast and, you know, I don't want to make excuses, like, I could always get up earlier and, and at this point drive over to fucking Kirkstall and go to the climbing lab or something, right? Um, but I guess it's just not high up on my priority list like that. But it's definitely something I'd still enjoy doing. Loads of benefits from climbing. I, I, it's, a, it's a bit like jiu-jitsu in a way, all the problem solving and using a lot of the same kind of grip, you know, grip strength and, and uh, good movement patterns and balance. Uh, where was I? Uh, yeah, I went climbing with Rob, Ral's birthday, uh, mid-month, and it was kind of the last time I properly like, hung out with Ral, and uh, got like our last picture together, I guess. Um, this is rather, rather treasured to me now, I guess. I should really print it out and put it in a frame or something. That was a funny night out, I think Ral's <laughs> white girl wasted. And, uh, yeah, had my birthday uh, later on in the year, but I didn't, later on in the month rather, but don't, don't really do much for it, uh, went out a few days after with Karen and Rob and some other people, uh, anything else happening there? Oh yeah, so I, um, I made the podcast, uh, art, so the, uh, the red kind of double dragon, two guys fighting with microphones, uh, art, art cover. I made that so it's again another rip on double dragon. 
and that was that was quite fun actually. Uh, I wanted to do the artwork myself, and just because it's another part of the creative process, I guess. Um, and I think it came out okay. I actually had to change it a little bit when I ended up releasing it because uh, the format, like the size, uh, was wrong, and it would kind of cut off the uh, the top, which was where the tier one bit was previously. The original one looked a bit cooler, but hey ho. So June, uh, June, I started to do the social media stuff for Gracie Barra Harrogate, which I started with uh, a lot of the best intentions to help Lewis as, as best as I could. Um, but with kind of uh, how everything went for the rest of the month, really that kind of ended up with me just doing, um, you know, posting a lot of pictures for him and. Um, which I think, yeah, is is helpful to some point to try and grow, you know, the community and make everyone feel like they're part of something. I think that's really important, you know. And, you know, people like to share pictures and them doing cool stuff, right? So, um, I think you know it helped, and it was definitely a cool part. I just feel like I was helping out at the club that kind of does a a lot for me as well. Uh, but that kind of ended a little bit more uh, towards the end of the month when uh, uh when uh, you know Ralph passed away and that and um hmm. you know when when I kind of find, found out and, and Bob called me uh I didn't really have an immediate reaction, which I think is kind of how I am just anyway, you know, I won't really react to good news, bad news straight away, I wanted to kind of digest it and, I don't know, I think, yeah, I was, later on in the year I was talking to Professor Mike about it again and um, I think it comes from doing martial arts from a, from a young age where kind of told, you know, you don't told or you at least find out that you're not meant to really show your emotions if you get hurt because if you're sparring, right, that's that's not good because if someone sees they've uh, hit you with a great body shot and you're winded, then that gives them a boost, right, and it's just going to be so much harder for you. I don't know if I just took that far too little, uh, literally, yeah, um... But either way, I guess, yeah, it's something that I still probably haven't dealt with uh, because I kind of just dived into not thinking about it, which for me meant you know, it's something I talked a bit about with Rob Lawson on, on the podcast that's yet to be released. And I think it was actually then when it dawned on me that I'd really been a little bit running from thinking about it, and I guess in many ways I still am, uh, just by not giving myself uh, times like this, I guess, like times to reflect. So, you know, my day, straight as I get up, I've got a podcast going on, or an audiobook, or a YouTube video, or something to keep my mind occupied. And that pretty much goes straight on throughout the day, whether uh, I'm training or at work, I'll have, you know, 
if there's too much time to think uh, or time to listen to something instead, I'll just do that instead of just be with my own thoughts. Um, which I guess is why doing something like meditation would be good. But I'm far too lazy for that. So I guess the podcast, this episode, I guess, is a little bit like that. And this is the hard part of the podcast, like I mentioned. This is the nails on the on the chalkboard for me. Um, I need to get in out of your comfort zone because... For me, this is you know really difficult to kind of talk about just just to myself, like on a you know be honest with yourself type thing, and also just to like put out to you guys to listen to. It's really kind of unnatural to me. Um, moving on from from June though, July quite a quiet month uh, for the most part. I kind of just got into work quickly and got my head down. Started to phase back into a bit of jiu-jitsu later on in July. Um, went on, you know, a big walk with Rob Lawson uh, prior to doing the podcast with him. Uh, and that was really cool. The weather was so good in the summer. It was great to go out and do some walking stuff like that. And... Um, yeah, I think that walk with Rob was really, I don't know if it reminded me or taught me just, just how smart he is. And I think uh, Rob's, I guess, a guy that you might underestimate him. And I think, um, I mean, uh, definitely after like speaking to him a bit more in 2018, I'd never underestimate what Rob does. I think he's, you know, my friend Sam, uh, Said said to me uh, about about Rob's how he's one of the most interesting people you know he's ever met because he does all this cool stuff but you'd never hear about him doing it because he just doesn't you know he's not the guy that posts it on Instagram or Facebook and shout about it you know he did the ultra marathon with me uh, in in September and you know outside of maybe a few small of our friends group who we met up after we did it like. No one would have really known that he's done it, but you get all these people that run, you know, 10Ks and it's well, about five, six posts on the Facebook about how hoofing they are, you know. Uh, got my sister's, uh, we went to my sister's, uh, well, I didn't go to it, but I went to the uh, after drinks of my sister's graduation. I was really proud of her. I don't necessarily think uni's the, the best course of action um these days uh for young for young people um but either way i mean there's something to be said for saying you're going to do something and sticking with it until you actually just get it done and she's really well so i probably don't tell her enough that i'm kind of proud of everything she's she's doing uh Oh, else? Oh, yeah. I started. Uh, started to listen to a cool podcast called The Adventure Zone in in a, around that time, and that was because you know a lot of what I listen to will be actionable stuff, so stuff on training, um, or just stuff that's uh, generally just quite interesting to me. And uh, 
I wanted to just kind of have a bit more, well, I guess, escapism, I guess. I didn't, fuck, I didn't re- realise that. <laughs> I was just kind of escaping again from my, my thoughts. So um, the Adventure Zone is a podcast where three brothers and their dad um, uh, play Dungeons and Dragons, which I thought, oh, come on, I don't want to listen to that. But, you know, my older brother Bob uh, got me onto it. And uh, it's cool because it's not really, you know, it's just storytelling and them just making stuff up. I found, you know, it's just hilarious, the kind of stuff they came up with. And uh, I've not listened to it recently, but I went through the whole, like, uh, big first kind of season of it. And I definitely would think I'll get back into it soon. Um, apart from that, August, I don't think I really did much in August. I'd uh, looked like I went on a few nights out. Um, had Ralph's funeral, of course. Uh, and that was tough. That was, uh, I visited my aunties, um my grandparents and stuff, uh, right after that. And that was kind of the first time I felt, I guess, a bit alone, you know, when I was kind of going to bed that night. Uh, it kind of felt like that was kind of the end chapter. Uh, I don't know, I don't really know how to describe it, really. Hmm. Uh... Yeah, more, more jiu-jitsu, I started getting, like, I think I kind of got back into my usual training schedule in August. Um, September was cool, though, so, uh, September's when the podcast launched, so, like I said, right at the start, I was really quite nervous for that to happen, and I'm sure you can tell now, even when I'm recording this episode, uh, I forget to breathe sometimes, and that's just, you know, nerves and that kind of thing. So, and if you listen to the preview episode, I don't think I probably took a single breath. I was just, like, 15 minutes of just rambling on. And it's so hard to listen back to some of that stuff. And I know it's going to be hard to listen back to this when I have to edit it. There's not much really editing I'll need to do on this one, though. I just uh, normalised the kind of volume. Like I realised about, what, 10 minutes into this, the uh, the uh, kind of volume, I guess, of the mic was set set low, so I'll have to just sort that out. Uh, and like I said, I did that ultra marathon, 36 miles, uh, probably a bit more with getting can turned around and lost a bit now and again, uh, with Rob. Rob smashed it, uh, did well better than I did, uh, but I think he actually had a bit of uh, training behind him, uh, but not to take anything away, he, he did it, he did it amazingly, and um, yeah, I was really, really proud of Rob for doing that, it's, I think that was quite, uh, I don't want to speak for Rob, but maybe it was out of his comfort zone, I don't know, uh, either, whether, whether it was out of his comfort zone or not, you know, it's difficult, and there's something to be said for doing difficult things, right? I think everyone should do something difficult. You know, I, I, right now I, I break my training down into um, four different uh, things, I guess, I don't know. So I have strength training, uh, you know, stuff in the weights room. Uh, got cardio, so you know, any kind of classes or running, uh, anything, you know, gets my heart and lungs working. I've got skills work, which is uh, jiu-jitsu for me, so, you know, often on jiu-jitsu days I would have already trained, so I don't particularly like to um, 
smash jiu-jitsu and call it a workout. For me, it's a learning process. Um, so I might half-ass the warm up or something like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, I try and stay very uh, relaxed for eighty percent of my rolls, uh, and every now and again, I'll just up the intensity to try and push uh, myself more than anything, not to do better than anyone else, just to see uh, what my current level is and just check that my, uh, uh, you know, I can check I can still do the technique even if it's in a faster pace, faster pace, uh, you know, roll. Uh, where was I? Um, ah, yeah, the ultra run. I found that really, really quite difficult, actually. Um, it was, uh, it was enjoyable, and I felt good afterwards because the one I did last year, that fifty-six mile one, was, um, I failed it. Uh, well, I say failed, but I was, you know, I got 90 kilometers of the 100 that I was aiming for. That was largely because my feet were absolutely trashed. trashed. Uh, you know, I was wearing minimalist uh, type shoes. My feet just weren't strong enough. And pretty much all of 2018, I was uh, wearing these Vibram five finger shoes, which you might have seen like those toe shoes. And the proper strengthened up my uh, my feet. So by the end of this thirty six mile one, my feet were fine. You know, even the day after, my knees were shot to pieces. But um, you know, that's I think a lot to do with the terrain. So lots of hills and downhills. Whereas the um, fifty six mile one was quite flat on on roads, uh, which has its own challenges. Um, even just with like the curvature of a road, that was. Something I didn't expect to become a problem, but when you're when you're running on the side of a road, uh, on the same side of a road, for you know sixteen hours, that slight curve means that you know the left side of your body is going to be hanging out a lot more than the right, which it was pretty hard to anticipate. Uh, October, uh, so a look. I did my car door in, that was annoying, just trying to pull into the driveway, again, another reason I hate driving, uh, it's just stressful, I can't, I still can't park for shit, um, which is uh, much to the amusement of uh, Mike and Jim when we go to jiu-jitsu, and uh, speaking of Mike, we also went on the uh, on the car, on the car's birthday, we went on the 28th of October, we went to um, the Lake District, and Walked all these fells, and that was awesome. You know, I love hanging out with Mike. Uh, I guess I just respect him loads, and I look up to him a lot. Um, and yeah, had a bit of a, you know, heart to heart, and uh, and he got some good training in. Yeah, I think I think I'd love to do a bit more of that. Um, you know, hopefully in the next few months, maybe we'll try sort something out. November. Bonfire night. Oh god, that was a that was a bad night out. So, uh, went and um, like a bottle of De Serrano, thinking I'll just have uh, you know, a couple a glass or two, and um, yeah, ended up having the whole bottle within about the space of two hours. And yeah, uh, I remember we went to town, but I don't have any remem- memory of anything we did in town uh, for about four hours. Uh, 
November was cool, man. We had the uh, Victor Estima seminar for jiu-jitsu. And, ah, man, that was so awesome. It felt like a big, you know, gathering of everything, accumulation of everything we'd done that year, especially for me and Jim. You know, we'd gone through this whole journey of, you know, ups and downs and tough training sessions and injuries. And we were getting ready to compete in jiu-jitsu and, this, you know, this guy came along. He's like, he's kind of built up as a mythical figure from like Lewis and Mike, and and um, man, that guy had so much energy. I wish I had five percent of the charisma he has and the passion and the drive. And yeah, we uh, did the seminar. That was awesome, and yes, you know, I think there's something to be said. Though I've done a few jujitsu seminars now, but I'm still kind of using the techniques that he showed now and the concepts they showed, uh, whereas I kind of probably forgotten a lot of the other stuff. Uh, and we went out for a bit of food and a few drinks afterwards and just got to hear him speak to, you know, Jeff and, and Lewis. And that was awesome, man. That was awesome. And then the week after me, Jim, we head down to Manchester to compete in the Empire Grappling Tournament and, you know, Jim smashed it, man. He, I was really proud of Jim. I think I was more nervous for Jim's roles than I was mine. I kind of rocked up to mine. And I remember feeling, I guess, I didn't really care if I was going to win or lose. That I just wanted to be, and I wasn't like, worried about getting injured. <sighs> I struggled with the competing aspect of it because I didn't want to judge how good I was, you know, I don't want to kind of predicate how good I was at something on the ability levels of someone else, I, I did jiu-jitsu because it makes me a better person, right, and not because I feel like one day I'm going to have to probably defend myself and, you know, I think probably in doing martial arts you really inoculate yourself from those times when you might have to kind of, you know, be in a, in a situation where you will have to defend yourself. Of course it can still happen, but competing-wise, you know, I struggled with that a little bit, like, am I doing this for an ego reason, to try and seem better than one other person, and, and what does that even mean? Uh, you know, I, I guess I'd just say I did okay, like... I got, you know, I got strangled out, <laughs> well, not out, but, you know, tapped on the, uh, on one of the, the matches, and, uh, it was happened really quick, actually, and, actually, I was okay, like, it was, like, cool, that, that was just, you know, for me, it was like any other kind of role, I guess, it, it was intense, uh, the guy brought a lot of intensity, which, kind of, I wasn't just there, you know, I need a bit more anxiety in my life, I think, just to, uh, perform at my best, and, I think sometimes it can just be a bit too laid back with stuff. I was talking to that a bit with uh, Khalil, and I think he was saying he's quite the same. And I think it's a good trait to have, right? I think it's an aspect of self-confidence in a way. Um, yeah, so end of November, uh, went to my friend Rob, Rob Walters on the podcast here. Episode two is a housewarming party, and that was awesome. Got to catch up with a lot of people from you know high school and stuff I've not seen in ages. 
And uh, December rolls round and uh, hit a load of Christmas parties, do far too much drinking, especially on Christmas Eve when me and Semfer and uh, Kieran and a couple of the people uh, went out and ended up in town at four in the morning. Uh, oh man. And I've not drunk since then. I think that was me done for a little, for a, well, done for a little while, and I guess I've been thinking that I want to be able to go out on a night out and, and not be able, and not, you know, drink and still have the exact same experience, because if you drink to kind of, it it's like loosens your, you know, inhibitions and stuff, which for me is just, uh, it's like an aspect of ego, isn't it? So, if you... Uh, to, if you think like uh, people are gonna you know think I'm weird if I'm dancing or something and uh, or doing whatever it is that you'd usually do if you drink and that's just you know people don't really care do they um, just kind of feel like you know everyone's eyes are on you or something it's, it's just a you know, bit of ego isn't it that you gotta try and get rid of uh, so I don't want that, you know, that to be a crutch. Um, but it's not easy, is it? I mean, I'm sure everyone probably tried going on a night out, and not drink before. It's, it's not always, you, know, you don't always have the funnest night or you know, that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, that's kind of my year. Um, I think I'll just leave it there. I've gone what fuck forty one minutes. I can probably ramble on a bit more, but. Don't want to bore you guys. Uh, if you can, if you are listening on iTunes or something like that, please give us a uh, review or um, just subscribe. And uh, give me a message on Facebook. Let me know uh, who's listening. And um, I don't know if you've got any ideas for the show you want me to do. Um, I'll probably leave it there. Actually, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Um, and it kind of <laughs> caps my whole year. If you've listened to the show, you know that I give a lot of quotes. And one thing that I'm still trying to figure out, and uh, it's been bothering me all year, was just this one quote from uh, Miyamoto Masashi. And uh, it was uh, attributed to him saying it in the Book of Five Rings, which was a book I'd, I had read, and I didn't really remember it from there. And uh, so I reread the book, and it, I couldn't find it anywhere. So I did a bit more digging and found that it was actually in a book. Uh, it's not something he said, it was a... It's kind of a bit of scripture of how kind of samurai should live his life. And uh, it's in the back of a book called uh, The Lone Samurai, which uh, I had to read the whole fucking book just to get to the fucking notes on page 246. And I've got it here, and it says, Become a criminal on purpose, be put in jail, and extricate yourself by your own wisdom. And I'm still trying to kind of figure out what that means. But it's been bothering me all year to try and work it out. Become a criminal. If you've got any thoughts, help me out with it. Because, yeah. It sounds like it's really profound, but... um, You know, I was, I was speaking to it with Anthony a, few, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, and a few friends of ours. And they had their own ideas about what it was. And it wasn't necessarily, necessarily what I thought about it. Which gave a cool different perspective. So if you guys got a different perspective on it. Let me know. I think I'll do a few shows where I maybe just talk about some quotes that I like. Um, yeah, so we'll leave it here. Here's the uh, Guile theme to see us out. And uh, yeah, catch you next time. <laughs>